So in quite a number of quarters now, it would appear that a study done on ESCOM and in particular the performance of its coal-fired power stations uh, done by a consortium uh, put together of various German entities, uh, that report has not been officially released. It's 600 pages. There's been something of a delay in getting it out, but it seems to be coming out in bits and pieces. So uh, given what we know so far, we thought we'd have a chat to Chris Yelland. He's energy an energy Energy Analyst and MD at EE Business Intelligence. Chris Yellen, welcome and thanks very much for your time. From from what you've either heard, seen or read, uh, what are the Germans saying about the coal-fired power stations? One of the things that I've seen focused on is they're saying the management system at these stations is highly problematic and indeed not the root cause of our problems, but it's certainly making them worse. Um, yeah, good afternoon, uh, John. Um, look, this uh, document, uh, this report, is now openly available. Okay. Uh, it can be downloaded. I've got a copy of it myself. As you say, it's 600 pages. Uh, it is a very, very comprehensive and detailed uh, report and analysis. And uh, the the executive summary kind of uh, it summarizes the main issues uh, and um Really, uh, some of it is quite startling. Um, so, for example, they they say that in the you know the coal-fired power stations, the management system is essentially dysfunctional. Yes. Uh, the, the governance structure uh, and the the way in which Eskom generation uh, is is governed is, is is dysfunctional and far too complex, uh, and it's head office driven. And the people on the power station are demoralized and disenfranchised and don't make the decisions. They're not allowed to make the uh, decisions in a way that, uh, you know, enables, uh, you know, e- effective action to be taken quickly. Uh, and th- that, that is one of its uh, major conclusions. Um, but it goes a lot further than that. Uh, it basically says that from a point of view of money, that actually Eskom spends more money than its peers on maintenance. And that money is not the problem, essentially. Um, I mean, it actually says here that compared to international benchmarks, the maintenance budgets of Eskom's coal-fired fleet are higher than international be- benchmarks, even though its performance is much lower. Now, this is something that we, we yes. hear not just in electricity, but in education, in healthcare. Absolutely. Uh, in, other, in other words, we're not spending the money effectively uh, and um, it goes on to point out a, a lot of uh, uh, you, you know actions that need to be taken. So, I mean, is are, fundamentally, Chris Yelland, are they saying if we did all those things better, got value for money, and 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 address some of the kind of demoralisation and mismanagement that you've alluded to there, that we can we can get more out of these power stations or does the report question whether we should continue investing in them at all well it, it certainly makes the point uh, that uh, 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 you know that it can be operated at higher availability factors however it makes the point that and, and it makes it very strongly that actually Total fixation on the energy availability factor as of this instant. Right. That is, if you constantly try and keep the energy availability factor as, as high as possible now, you, you can't do the necessary maintenance to get you where you want to be. And that we kind of have to accept that we're going to have to shut down plants 
to do the necessary deep level maintenance and fix the problem fundamentally as opposed to doing quick fixes. And that means reduced energy availability factor in the short term. And they're basically saying that we mustn't become fixated on the energy availability factor as of now. We must accept that um, we're going to actually have to go have more load shedding in order to fix the problem properly if we want to extend the life. And and do you, do you get a sense of a, a roadmap? I mean, I'm just wondering about what ESCOM and, and, and uh, entities beyond the, uh, the the government, for example, the electricity minister, is, uh, is there enough in the 600-page report to suggest that there's a little bit of a roadmap on the specifics? I'm not talking about a broad energy plan, but how to get ESCOM running better. I mean, could they read it and say, okay, here's 10 things we can do and must do? Yeah, uh, John. Firstly, I must, uh, you know, I don't want anybody to think that I've read all six hundred sure, pages sure. of this report yet. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, it, it requires very detailed study and analysis to understand. But uh, I mean, they have identified uh, a number of immediate interventions that are required. I mean, they point out that uh, you know, unless there is this immediate intervention, uh, the situation will continue to escalate. Uh, so they, they do point out uh, a number of immediate actions that need to be taken. Uh, and, and I mean, for example, some of them are, you know, related to, to skills development and training uh, and empowering people on the power station yes. and accountability and all of the things that I think we've kind of heard before. Um, uh, but really, we, we, we have to get beyond the talk into uh, the implementation. Um, and I must say, it does uh, paint an alarming picture um, that there is a lot that still has to be done uh, to get the situation under control. Thanks so much, Chris Yelland, Energy Analyst and MD at EE Business Intelligence. Try and find you a link to that report. I'll, I'll do my best to get that done before uh, 6 o'clock and, and the end of 702 Drive. But um, this, is, this is becoming available. It's opened up for discussion. I'm sure we'll hear much, much more about this German consortium's uh, report and its investigations into ESCOM.